You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, hello and welcome back to the Next Trek Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And it's time again for our Geek Card Check. Every episode, we dive into a geeky television show or movie that one of us hasn't seen and decide if it's required viewing for us to keep our geek cred. This week, we're diving into a double feature, and I'm really excited to talk about Alien and Aliens. You guys ready for this? Oh, I can't wait. Yes. No, I'm excited, too. So we're going to start off with the one that kicked it all off. It's a huge franchise. I don't know how many sequels there have been to Alien. I mean, I know we've got everything from Alien versus Predator to, uh, you know, Covenant. Yeah, it kind of depends on how you define sequel now. It's I know, right? It's prequel, well, sidequel, spinoff. All that stuff. All that stuff. Anything with a xenomorph in it, I think, right. qualifies uh, as an alien film. So we're going to talk about the 1979 Ridley Scott-directed alien movie and just a quick synopsis in case you haven't seen it i'd suggest that you actually see this movie before you listen to this podcast because we're just going to spoil it throughout i mean it is a it's a pretty old film at this point in time what i think almost 40 years next year is 40 years yeah that's insane this year is 40 years for halloween next year is 40 years for that i can't wait it's crazy it's crazy All right, so here is the IMDb description for Alien. After a space merchant vessel perceives an unknown transmission from a distress call, its land... Well, that doesn't sound right to me at all. Did that sentence make sense that I just said? I don't know what the next word was, but no. No, it didn't. (coughs) All right, here we go. A space merchant vessel perceives an unknown transmission as a distress call. Its landing on the source moon finds one of the crew attacked by a mysterious life form, and they soon realize that its life cycle has merely begun. That's a good that's a good little summary there. It is good. It is good. All right. So obviously the whole point of us doing this particular series of podcasts, this geek card check, is to make sure that all of us have seen these important milestones, these important sci-fi films. And so Tyler and I, we were having a discussion with Kate, and this the Alien series came up, and Kate told us that she had not seen these films. And so that's why we're here tonight, is to talk with Kate about these movies. So Kate, you watched Alien, correct? Yes. All right, Kate. So tell us, what did you think? So Alien has been on my list for a long time. Um, I think most of the big scenes are so in pop culture that they were sort of spoiled, so I wasn't in a big hurry to go out yeah. and see it. Also, horror really isn't my genre. I'm indifferent at best, and so I wasn't really sure what to expect coming in, and I really liked it. Yes. Uh, nice. Good. So I don't wh- know what we were going to do if you didn't like it. it would be, <laughs> we'd have to have a serious conversation. So tell us more. Like What, what was it about this film that you enjoyed, that you, that you really liked? So, um, first of all, I have to say that for being almost 40 years old, uh, it holds up really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in part uh, because it depends so much on the psychological rather than what you see explicitly, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's, it's, it's sort of like Jaws in that respect, where you're not seeing you know the full shark all the time, but the atmosphere builds it, um, the psychological aspect of what's going on. 
um, the way the actors respond to what happens the whole way it builds almost perfectly I would say um, the tension and then the twists and the reveals it was I think perfectly plotted uh, it was very minimalistic in its plot which I think served what it was trying to do really well um, I feel like I could probably write a master's thesis on this movie just for the symbolism and what it's attempting to say and do and it doesn't do it with a whole lot it really capitalizes on uh, the elements uh, of the storytelling and the characters so to get a little bit more specific um, first of all um, I think that um, when I first started watching it, there were some really atmospheric shots, but it was building slowly and I wasn't really sure where it was going and what its purpose was. I was wondering if this is going to be one of those old films that felt perfect when it first came out and now I'm too impatient because of modern filmmaking. Right. Um, but that didn't turn out to be the case. Um, it actually worked out okay. Uh, I liked the sci-fi elements of it, waking up from sleep pods. Mm -hmm. And the fact that um, it was a crew of, of men and women who seemed to have real history together. Uh, there was built-in depth to the characters and what they were like, what they were interested in, their, their particular prejudices or their interest in what their stake was going to be. All of those pieces uh, set us up for a very complete world so that when mayhem broke loose, you cared about what was going on. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's a good um, point. I was having a slight moment. Um, we had a previous episode where we discussed the TV show, uh, The Expanse, and that show also starts out with a distress call where oh, things go very badly. I'm so True. glad you... I'm, I'm, that True. was one of my very first points. Is This this film, I feel like, could be in the exact same world as The Expanse. A couple, maybe, maybe a couple... A little, a little bit in the future because they're further yeah. out in space. But... Yes, I'm with you. Like I, it, it feels, feels like that. So go ahead. It feels continue. so lived in too. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Abs yeah. That's actually an excellent point, Tyler. The lived in aspect of this, this did not feel, you know, bright and shiny. This isn't like 2001 space odyssey. Um, and, uh, that lived in aspect of the universe, I think is just another visual really Scott on his visuals. Wow. Um, it, it adds such depth to the universe. Um, it also, um, by choosing corporations to be where they're coming from and the sort of bad guys in their lives that restrict their lives, I think that makes it actually have a longer life than if it was picking on a governmental entity or something like that that doesn't exist currently. Uh, that gave it more of a life. Yeah. Um, I thought that the computers at first were going to make it seem too dated, but then I realized it actually kind of works with the whole, yeah. you know, gritty, um, they don't exactly have the best uh, equipment. And it, it just actually added layers to it, um, complete with calling their ship mother, which I think is um, oh. an interesting, I mean, women as the, uh, the, the female uh, voice of a ship has sort of been established in science fiction already with Star Trek. I don't know if Star Trek was the first to do it. But this kind of furthers that as well. Yeah. Well, and and even going with that, and this is something we can get into with with deeper analysis later. There's the the role of the the female throughout this entire thing, let alone in Aliens, which we'll get to. Oh is, yeah, is going to be significant. <laughs> big themes here, because in a way, I mean, if you want to go ahead and talk about the big scene, um, well, so um, let's see here. Um, 
I want to say that their uh, time on, on, is it a planet or an asteroid or a moon? What is it? I it's can't planet. remember. Planet. LV-426. Yep. Okay. Wow, you have the numbers. Okay, I guess you've probably well, seen Well, Alien Day is once. April 26th, 426. I mean... Everybody knows this. This is just. <laughs> this is just wow. There's just been everybody knows and everybody cares, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think in this case it's one of the same. Oh boy. Uh-huh. Um, so the time on the planet just felt like a, a typical horror setup for me. Of you're not supposed to do something, you do something stupid, breaking quarantine. Okay. Um, I wasn't quite as invested at that point as I was once it was on the ship, and they're like, okay, how's this going to go wrong? Yeah. Um, and when it does. Predictably, the science officer is not particularly caring about um, the dangers to everyone, shall we say. And so when the alien finally pops out of Kane, um, I knew that was going to happen because that's one of the pop culture moments that happened. But Did you know same, it was going to happen there? I mean, in that scene? Not that scene. That's where I was okay, going next. Cool. That, it, was that scene was a surprise. I'm like, okay, maybe something else happens or maybe it's loose on the ship. Oh, no, it's him. Yes. Yeah. Did you kind of expect it was going to happen when he was in the sick bay, or, or, uh, and then it was a surprise later? Yes, initially I did, and when it didn't, I'm like, well, then it must just be loose on the ship oh, somewhere, and you know, because it came off of his face and everything. Which the face huggers, I have to say, Come that's on. that's scarier than the big monsters when we finally yep. see those. Yep. Like they're they're just ugh. We'll talk about that in Aliens when we get there. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Um, and so I had this moment though when it pops out of him of. This is very interesting how gender flipped a lot of the stuff in the movie is, oh, and yeah. it's 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 like this freak pregnancy that happens to him it essentially. Mm-hmm. So disturbing on a lot of levels, and yet it really works. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely, oh. absolutely. Yeah, what did you think of? Were you expecting to see um, Bilbo Baggins uh, not be human? Was that <laughs> was that surprising oh, to you? I love that. Oh. I actually enjoyed that moment. It yeah. was just this whole, oh, this is cool in a really awful kind of way. Yeah, right, exactly. Well, I just love that, like, there's so many... It's so interesting to me because the next time I'm making a list of movie twists, I think I'm mm-hmm. going to put that... Because this is not ever... That's not ever mentioned. But no. him that's being an, an android is quite a twist. Um, and they hide it pretty well up yeah. until the point he needs to be the corporate voice. Um, right. So I... Oh, that was great. Did you was that was that a surprise to you? Did you enjoy that? That was my first surprise in there, yeah. and I really liked nice. that surprise. Yeah. My second surprise that I also really enjoyed uh, is when when they were querying mother about what to do, and and mother's message to the science officer is, "Yeah, we don't care about the crew." Yep, which was a really oh, great yeah, expandable. Oh, everyone else is oh. expandable. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Absolutely. So I think I actually enjoyed those more than the alien. Like the alien pop out scene, I'm like, ah, okay, that's when that's going to happen. But yeah. the others were a surprise, and so I got uh, more enjoyment out of those. What did you think of the actual uh, creature itself, the xenomorph, as it's been come, as it now is known in, in pop culture? What What did you think of that? What, how, how did that go for you? Um, that was fine. Uh, I'm not a huge monster movie person, so I was mm-hmm. like, okay, that's what he looks like. It wasn't as scary to me as the face huggers and the psychological impact of that. Yeah. It was just more like, okay, and this is the monster. I gotcha. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. Well, anything else you want to, I mean, anything else that kind of stuck out to you? Anything else you want to mention before we ask Tyler? Because apparently Tyler has seen this movie every year for like a billion years. So a billion. That's horrifying. But um, I'm going to let him speak here in a moment <laughs> after you're finished. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I just want to make two other points, one of which was that the sets and everything had a very Star Wars feel, which granted the time period that's whenever Star Wars was being done. But there was this moment I'm like, this is in the Star Wars universe, sort of, except this is the horror story instead of the fantasy and space story. Yeah. Um, It had that vibe. It should be a different galaxy that's far, far away in another direction. Yeah, in our direction, maybe. In ours. Yeah. And then I liked that they had a cat on there. You don't see a lot of animals that aren't monsters in science fiction mm. stories, let alone in spaceships. And I felt like that added a nice element, especially when Ripley was on her own and everything was going really, really wrong. It kind of ground grounds you. Is that yeah? That's what I yeah. want to mm-hmm. say. It kind of gives it a real feel, like oh yeah, no, I'm familiar with this world. This isn't as <laughs> alien yeah. uh, as 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 it could be if was well, not Ewoks running around or something like that. Right. It's, it's a regular house cat. Yeah, exactly. I'm familiar with that. That that makes that I've got a tie to that. I understand it. So that's a good point. I hadn't really thought about that, but yeah, that's that's a great point. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, your time has come. What did you think of Alien? You know, Alien, like I like you sort of hinted at before. I, I have watched Alien uh, almost every year on Halloween. Uh, because the Halloween series is so long, I usually yeah. watch that kind of in the week leading up to, to Halloween itself. Uh, so I and I want a different bit of, of horror on Halloween night itself. And so I, I usually go with Alien and then Shaun of the Dead after that one. So, but uh, mm. but Alien is is a movie I've seen. I couldn't even tell you the first time I saw it. Um, I've seen it so many times, and it's it's one of those that is rich in the rewatch. I've seen it um, hmm. so often I can quote it. I know what's going to come. I, I don't jump anymore at it. But I also almost always see something new, which I which I love. It's so rich in detail or I, or just something that is in, you know, context of my life at the time informs something that I'm reading into the film. And, and I, I it's it is, I think, one of the greatest movies of all time. It's it's easily in my top ten of all time, um, hmm. and and I love I love that it's not over the top um, in its in its horror. I mean, it is horrific. It's it's not, but it's not splatter horror. Um, it, although there's a lot of splattering in this movie, I suppose. I was gonna um, say what? There's, yeah, but it's not like it's not like Peter Jackson. You know, his early horror movies. It's just oh, yeah. no, no, gore yeah. spraying everywhere. Um, I love. I love the sleepy, eerie opening that that slowly walks us through the ship, and and we see, uh, like Kate, you had said, you know, them slowly, almost ethereally waking up from from sleep, and and uh, even just the details. There's a cat. the The door opens to the to the sleeping chambers, and and a breeze goes through because a pressure change. Like who thought that a pressure change would happen in in this movie. Anyway, like it's, it's a lived in universe. I love the, the class stuff. Um, Yafet Kodo and, and Harry Dean Stanton are hilarious as these sort of almost clowns in the midst of all the serious stuff that's going on. And, and then it just builds and builds and builds toward this serious existential cosmic dread of, we are not alone in the world, and the thing that is is also populating this universe with us is going to kill us at all cost, and it doesn't care. Mm. It's it's so so well done. It's, this is one of those movies. I don't think it's just a, a, an essential for the geek card. I think it is an essential for anyone who loves movies. Nice. All I right. Is like that it. is that it? Is that is that is that, I mean that's pretty high praise. I mean, no doubt, <laughs> one of the best movies of all time. Your top yeah. ten. You watch it every year. I mean, that's. 
that's pretty I, high praise, man. I think we could get into some some details of it uh, later if we want to yeah. talk about some themes. But but for me, that's my overview. It, this is this is just essential watching. It is so great. My my only weak part in the movie, yeah. and I don't even think it's a I don't even think it's a criticism of the movie. Uh, it's it's Lambert. I don't love Veronica Cartwright as Lambert. I find her really annoying. But mm. I actually though think I don't think that's. Uh, watching it this time, I don't think that's her fault. I actually think it's on purpose. I don't think we're supposed to really like her all that much. I don't think that she right. is. Um, she's not. She's not Sigourney Weaver. She's not Ripley. You know, mm-hmm. she she more easily flies off the handle and stuff. And and so I don't think that's her. I've always really blamed her on that. I really just didn't like her. Yeah. And this time I thought, you know, I I actually think that's on purpose. There's a character we need to dislike a character a little bit. You yeah, know? she's yeah. a contrast all... too. She, yeah. She's not the cool head here. No, and, and I think that's fine. So, Cool. What about you, Chris? Where are you? Well, you know, I, I think this movie is really great. You know, it's atmospheric. I love how oh, it ramps up. I hate it, t- don't you? Ugh. I love how it I ramps up really the tension. <laughs> <laughs> it ramps up the tension. I love its small scale. Um, you know, you know. <laughs> you don't like it. You hate it. No, it's, ah. it's it, no, 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 no. I do. I, I really do like it. I, watching this movie, it felt a little bit um, dreamlike. And that I had seen this movie several times before, but it's been many, many years. And so I, it was like one of those moments when, when you're in a dream because you're actually making it up. You know what's coming next because you're, you're actually writing it. So as I was watching it, I was like, I don't remember any of this. Oh, that's right. That's what happens. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. So for me watching it um, again, I really appreciate this movie a lot. I really do. And I think it's wonderfully made. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's some really good stuff. Um, but honestly, it's just not my kind of movie. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, it just, wow. it is, it is slow. Um, it is, it's, 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 it's a, it's fine. It's fine. But as far as like people like you, like Tyler, you're saying like it's one of the greatest movies ever. Oh man. Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, maybe because it, it started people's conversation. I will say this like the scale of it most of the film is so small it's claustrophobic you feel claustrophobic Mm -hmm. in their their ship uh the nostromo right Mm -hmm. um and um but when it goes to the alien ship it is massive and you see this giant um you know what must have been shot in a giant you know soundstage warehouse or whatever i mean some really gorgeous sets it, they they really did an amazing job there, but for me, um, I I prefer um, the second film we're going to be talking about tonight. <laughs> um, James Cameron for me is uh, is a master, and uh, I can't oh. wait to talk about Aliens. Um, so, but yeah, what do you guys? I mean, what, what do you guys think about? I mean, so you think Alien, this movie, Tyler, you think is a masterpiece? Yeah, because. It's just what because it was the first to do it. Like what? No, I. I mean, there there is some of that, sure. Um, although it wasn't the first. There's a lot of stuff that it wasn't the first in, but I think yeah. that it does better. You know, I think, I think that the tone of it is so perfectly, yeah. precisely crafted. Um, and and again, this is not slam, aliens, and which we'll get into in in a bit. But I I think this one is is so precise in everything that Ridley Scott is trying to do. And yeah. Ridley Scott, you know, he goes bigger, he goes home. Like, it, it's, if he, when he fails, he fails oh, absolutely. Know, big. Ridley right? Scott it, has made some oh, some some really horrible films. Was but he, he behind some, Gods and Monsters, he did, or Gods and Kings or whatever that was, the Exodus one? 
Um, that that garbagey movie from this last year. I, I, that's that's for some reason the one that comes to mind of him failing real big time. I don't um, know. I, I don't. I can't. I don't remember. I don't remember that. I don't see that in any of his. But I mean, I might be wrong. Here. Um, but anyway. But, but no. I mean, yeah. I agree. But then then he's got stuff like Blade Runner. Oh, and Gods and Kings. Yes, he did. Gods, Exodus, Gods and Kings. Oh yeah. That garbage piece of garbage. But I mean, he does Blade um, Runner, right? He's yeah. producer on that, producer yep. on The Martian, Gladiator. You know, all these guys. You know, yep. he's he's done some amazing stuff. He knows what he's doing, no doubt. And Alien, the nineteen eighty four, the nineteen eighty four um, Apple um, yes. commercial. Yep, yeah, totally. I mean, he is. There's, it's you're hard pressed. I mean, obviously, there's people like Steven Spielberg and James Cameron, um, but he is. He would be one of the most influential directors. In the in so, you know the so last forty years. So let me just say this way: I think Alien by itself is a fantastic film. It really mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. It's just not my kind of movie. I think because we get to talk about Alien and Aliens tonight, I, I, I can I can absolutely say Aliens for me is a much better movie. <laughs> um, so that, that's where we're, that's where we're gonna go. I disagree, but okay, that's I, uh, well. I got fair. a question for you guys that you know. So I tend to mix science fiction with other kinds of science fiction for my own mental entertainment mm-hmm. <laughs> i would really like to see a spoof version of this where it's the crew of the enterprise on the planet and like deanna troy is trying to talk to the alien itself oh, you know no. trying if he's okay and picard's like trying to negotiate his way <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah how, do you, like, how do you negotiate with uh, the xenomorph i don't know that that's uh i don't know that's possible or the not. ultimate Troy, Troy test of be... his career yeah. <laughs> yes yes but Troy thankfully, would be stating th- random things. Everyone's afraid, Captain. Here's okay, what I'll say though. You. But thankfully, I don't have to compare the two because they both exist. <laughs> but they're totally they're totally different films. But I think that just for me, Aliens, I enjoy I enjoy more, and I can't wait to talk about that. But yeah. Alien, Aliens, great. It is it is the pace it ramps up the tension really really well. Because like you said, uh, Tyler, when we first start, it's very methodic, very. Um, you know, lull you to sleep. I mean, if you're tired when you start this movie, you're not going to make it to the end. And you the creature won't be tired for long because it's going to hit somebody's chest is going to explode in I your know, face. I know, I know. But the, the creature itself is only in the movie for four minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, just, same, so is Jaws. I, I'm not. So, I'm not. I'm, I, I, what, I, what, Jaws had right. the soundtrack. Yes. This exactly, oh, Jerry yeah. Goldsmith's brilliant soundtrack is very spare, and I and I think that Horner does a better job in it's in the next one. So However, much better. His, so much better. He ripped off his aliens. own soundtrack for the Wrath of Khan because oh. it's the same. But yeah. that's fine. Um, the <laughs> when she's when she's prepping the rifle to go hunt the queen, it's the da, 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 that whole thing. This is straight out of Wrath of Khan. I agree. Which came out four well, years before, well, but that's fine. It's okay. Yes. It's his own stuff. It's his own stuff. Yeah, John it Williams rips off himself all the time. So right. I think I'm in between you guys, maybe more towards Chris's end of this, because it's definitely not in my top ten I films, but I do yeah. recognize it for the landmark that it is. Right. I think I enjoyed it a little bit more than Chris did. Cool. Yeah. And, and I definitely have I, I definitely have that. I've, I couldn't tell you the first time I saw it. I can tell you the first time I saw Star Wars. I can't tell you the first time I saw this. Like I, I might have seen this before I saw Star Wars, which is messed up. By the way, like that that oh. like little eight year old me saw alien somewhere. But Oh wow. Yeah, I think it's I, just a sign of your future, Tyler. Yeah. I'm just I'm just a dark guy, you know. And I, 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 I but it. man, I, I mean I would find this movie so boring as an eight year old. I've got an eight year old I mean an uh, yeah, I've eight year old daughter and there's I don't know that she would sit through this thing. I mean, it's just it's it's fine and it's horrifying. So I can't imagine like 
you must have been psychologically scarred. That's the reason. Why. <laughs> that's it's possible. Yeah. It's entirely possible. All I right, think this right. is an adult horror film. Oh, absolutely, yeah. it is. It's very much an adult horror film because, like you said, that the 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 body horror, the feeling of isolation. Um, yes. Also, the interesting thing about this movie that I find is that you don't—it's not immediately clear. It is now, obviously, because Ripley is a thing, but mm-hmm. it's not immediately clear that Ripley is the heroine of this mm-hmm. story. Uh, it's not immediately clear that she's going to survive, or that any of them are like the main character. That's one of right. the things that I found to be most interesting is—is is that like it very much is a uh, ensemble for a while. Yeah, um, and so, she blends almost into the background. Yeah, and she also makes some. Um, some kind of hard-headed poor choices too at the very beginning she's not very likable the rest of the crew aren't like huge fans of hers um so all that was interesting completely argue with her about her her command decisions and right and it isn't because she's a woman which i love that's not addressed it's just they disagree with her command decisions it's uh yeah it's i would even say this is this is 79 even the final girl idea was yeah. was not really it's it was in its infancy you know 78 mm. uh, we had Jamie Lee Curtis's Laurie Strode had been you know I, she was not the first final girl but among the first uh, yeah. black christmas i forget who was the uh, oh i've not or sorry i've not seen black christmas i don't remember who the the final girl is in that but um, that was the first real slasher movie that or that or uh, peeping tom but um, all right now we're getting way too geeky no no but, but i'm just saying though, but where this is where this is going is this this did establish uh, helps establish a major trope yeah. in sci-fi and horror which is the final girl that's interesting I, di- I didn't realize that this was one of the very first ones but that is an interesting yeah. thing to add on unless there's something i'm forgetting yeah okay all right so let's let's cap our discussion on alien anything else that we want to say before we move on uh to 1986's aliens no, because I think, I think we're we'll be ready. able to put them both together, yeah, yeah, at the end. All right, okay, so seven years later, the sequel comes out. This is directed by James Cameron. The IMDb description is this. Ellen Ripley is rescued by a deep salvage team after being in hypersleep for 57 years. The moon that the Nostromo visited has been colonized, but contact is lost. This time, colonial marines have impressive firepower, but will that be enough? Okay. No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. No. Shocker. Okay, so this is great. So we got to watch. Uh, we had to watch both of these. Uh, I literally watched these. Um, I've watched Alien in the afternoon and then Aliens in the evening. Same. Um, so you know, it was one right after the other. All right, Kate, you hadn't seen Aliens either. This is your very first foray into this universe. You watched the first one. What did you think of Aliens? So I noticed it was a genre change, first of all. This is action sci-fi. Yes. Um, yes. It also seemed at first to be doing a lot of uh, character uh, development and interesting stuff, um, which was a change, uh, you know, having so many people and so many things happening as opposed to the very quiet beginning of the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked the exploration of her loss with her daughter being, you know, she's passed her up in age and is already gone everything that happened with that i have to say though that the military crew did not really enjoy them and i like a lot of 80s action stories but i just found them really annoying <laughs> really annoying with the exception for the most part of michael bain who yes. i already knew from magnificent seven and i love him 
and Terminator. Have you seen Terminator? And Terminator. Yeah. Oh, it's true. I forgot he was in Terminator. Oh. Yes. Okay. Yes. James Cameron's Terminator. So yeah. yes, he's kind of a he's kind of he and Bill Baxter are sort of Cameron players. Yeah. Yeah. Which that kind of fits in another way as well because I feel like Ripley in this movie was like the pre Sarah Connor type, you know, yep. female yep. action hero awesomeness, which I loved her for in this. It yeah. was less plausible in some ways in the first film like the first one was very grounded in reality this one was just more like all right let's go to town and have some fun um this is fun i will say this one's a more fun movie this is a fun movie they also hang on a second the first one is not fun there is no fun in the first movie (laughs) this movie yeah, it, but some people are darker and really like that fun. <laughs> no, I know <laughs> that's a different kind you're of fun. Just, you're just saying it's more fun. That's true. If there's if there was just a little fun in this movie, it would be more there's fun. Some fun. They have a happy laughy dinner earlier on, and then it's just interrupted by a happy little chest burster. But dinner. It's <laughs> wow. Oh, Tyler. No, no, no. All right, Kate, no, no, continue. No, no. Sorry, sorry. Keep going. Keep going. This movie hits the mother stuff really hard. Like. Yep. Even yep. down to very early in it with um, uh, with Ripley, where you have a, a shot fade of, of her into Earth, like the whole Mother Earth, like they hit it everywhere throughout this one. Yes, uh, they had do. a child in there. They practically yep. make her the child of Michael Bain and Minnie family. Like they have the mm-hmm. whole thing going there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, which. Uh, works really well for the medical bay scene where the girl's sleeping and then turns out face huggers are in there and oh so good that sequence is so good so especially when they're when you're on the outside of the glass and they're like screaming and you can't hear anything and just the panic of that moment that was Uh probably the scariest moment in the whole movie for me yeah Yeah. oh absolutely yeah 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 Um, because honestly like this is the thing too is that these movies are not um afraid to do the thing that you fear most and Uh you never know at any moment in time that they may do something crazy and yeah so yeah you you actually feel terror for them yeah oh yeah that's so terrifying they they do the whole all right movie one made alien so if we're gonna do aliens let's go bigger and badder and lots more and oh my goodness do they do more but i didn't find all the extra aliens as scary as the face huggers yes and then, of course, um, the other favorite scene from the movie, which is Face Snuff with Queen Mama. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that was fun. Wasn't that fun? And they set it up so well, too, right? I mean, they, they set her up as somebody who knows how to use that loader. The mech and then they, yes. Yeah, and then they show it to you at the beginning. I mean... And that they have one on the shuttle with them, too. That's right there. Yeah, so good. Oh, yeah. That fight, uh, that was so much fun. (laughs) Right? Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. I was having a mini Ender's Game moment for a minute there. Was she going to try and talk to the Queen Hive Mother? Nope, wrong movie. This movie is all about shoot That's Alien 4. That's (laughs) Resurrection. Don't worry. Oh, Oh, wow. Skipping that, then. It's Joss Whedon direct, or he wrote it. So, yeah. seriously, it's Joss real bad. Yeah. Real it, it went through like wow. a bunch of other rewrites too. It's garbage. Wow! Don't okay. don't waste your time. I mean, I'm actually I actually bought this yeah. in a bundle, so I think I may actually watch. It's been a long time. I don't even really remember yeah. Alien Three. I mean, a little bit, but I, I don't Did remember you get the director's cut. Yes, I've got the director's okay. cut. Yeah, that one's better. Yeah. yeah, it's it's more watchable. I wouldn't say it's great at all. It's definitely yeah. it's way better than I remembered it being. Mm. Cool. Well, I feel like this movie was all about visceral satisfaction because, like, when Paul Reiser bites it, like, you'll love oh. that moment because he's earned oh. it so hard. 
right? Um, that guy. All I wrote in my notes was Burke equals turd. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. I hated him so much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did really like that they continued the uh, the android theme from the first film mm. with her, but with her suspicion and distrust, so and then they flipped that around. Um, that yep. was that was satisfying. I, I liked that they did that with Bishop. And also, what I like about that too is that, like again, like I said before, in the first movie, that is a a, tw- a, a twist, right? You're not expecting yeah. him, and the moment you see Bishop, he says, "Oh no, I'm an artificial life form." I, I prefer yes. to be called an artificial life like, or a synthetic it, life form. Synthetic, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's an immediate, like we're not doing that again. But yeah. there are so well. I'll talk about this when I talk about it. But there's so many mirrors yeah. to the like the first film. Like there are so many plot beats that are almost. It's almost like a remake yeah. um, of of Alien, but in a like you said, it's much bigger, and louder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They take it in interesting ways, and they use it as a strength rather than a. It's not like Star Wars, where Force Awakens and A New Hope had a whole thing going there that didn't quite work. Like this. Right plays off of it brilliantly in a much more powerful way. And you have to think this is seven years after that one came out too. So, and this is before the advent really, I mean, obviously there are, you know, VHS and all that kind of stuff, but not like prevalent, like where people are probably watching alien frequently. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure to sit down and see the pre the the sequel, they were like, Oh yeah, that's right. I kind of, this feels familiar. This Mm -hmm. feels familiar. And, but seeing them literally, hours after one another you can right. really tell that you can see oh. that mirroring really really well really closely anything else kate that you wanted to add before we uh we move on to tyler uh go ahead tyler all right i i want to make sure that i'm i'm clear i'm not down on aliens at all like i i yeah. love alien I, I i alien is 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 like top 10 if alien is top 10 aliens is top 20 for me i mean it's not okay. like it's yeah, that yeah, far yeah. below it it is like you said, Kate. It's bigger. It's badder. This time, it's war. You know, and it it is it is fun. It is a fun movie. You know, and and I I did I watched them both back to back yesterday, um, almost back to back. I think I like you said about an hour or two in between, and and you're up in your seat for that one. You're like, yeah, okay, all right, I got this one. You know, and and uh, and and I do like the Marines, but it, that also might just be a product of, also of me growing up with it because I, I 100% can see how they can be annoying. Um, you know, they're, they're Bill, supposed to be a bit annoying. I mean, they that's are, kind they are. of they're the point, isn't it? Like yeah. Bill Paxton whining. Oh, You're supposed guy. to be like, Dude. Oh man, I can't believe we're like this, man. I yeah. can't do like, this. Yeah. terrible. But I like oh. the first movie where you're like, oh, people are getting killed. I'm like, oh yes, they're getting killed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, yes. The, I love them. Vasquez is great. Um, uh, as again, talking about flipping, you know, uh, uh, female tropes and things like that in yep. movies. Um, mm-hmm. and. It's and then we have Newt. You know, we add a kid into this, and honestly, usually I hate it when series add the kid in, um, just for I don't know for some pathos for us to just feel it more when the kid's in danger. But right. we really get that bond between Ellen, uh, between Ripley and and Newt. Um, I love her line. You know, this when we better get inside now. They they all mostly come out at night, mostly. Ugh, so good. Um, they're. <laughs> It's just I I love the movie's funness. I I do think on this watch it is fifteen minutes too long. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it drags toward the end. Did um, you and did you watch the nineteen nineties cut 
the director's cut i, I guess is what they call it? i think that's what i watched okay. this time is that the longer cut it is um, yeah they it, added yeah, so it, yep. it felt it feels much like return of the king where you have three endings hmm. um and i and it's not a I didn't turn it off, you know. I didn't. I didn't fall asleep. I, in fact, I didn't even. I didn't really find myself getting up and doing stuff. I did find myself on my phone a little bit at that point. Um, wow. So, yeah, just I would say it's right around after she's blown up the queen, and you think that she's, you know, they're they're done, and then the queen comes back, and I'm like, oh, okay, I forgot. Yeah, she comes back again. So, because um, it feels like a natural ending, but I, for all of that. You know, and then it it goes back, and it actually ends sort of where the first one begins, where Alien begins. It's it's again, it's peaceful. We have these nice shots of the ship, sort of slowly. They're drifting off to sleep. It's really great. This nice little family, and uh, then Alien Three will ruin everything. So it's just, yeah. I I love it. I think it's great. I read about the third one, and I'm like, oh wow. The opening of it, Chris. Do you remember the opening of the third? No, I don't. I, okay, I, don't. Yeah. I, I'm I'm going to watch it. I just I don't, yeah watch it. I don't It'll remember. The only thing I remember about it is I used to. I think I had a video game that was called Alien Three, and yeah, that was we all that's did. all I really remember. And I know I've seen it, but I just don't remember anything about it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 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 a different movie. Is it? Is it? It's, is it's it, David. It's David Lynch. It's very different. Oh, yeah. Really? It's his, I think his feature debut, uh, and he was because it was his feature debut. Is it Lynch or Fincher? I always mix those two up. Hold on. Um, Slight difference. I it's always, David Fincher, those, man. It's David it Fincher, Fincher, who was fantastic. David Fincher was oh. awesome. No, no, he is. But it was his first. So it was Fincher, not Lynch. Okay. I, those two I always, for some reason, mix up. Um, uh, the studio messed around with him a lot on that one. They interfered oh. a ton. It, it's not his fault, and which is why I think the director's cut uh, it makes more sense. Okay. Well, I'll definitely have to check it out. I'm going to. Uh, I, I always, for some reason, I, I, in my head, just in the way that I think of Ripley, I think of her as a, a shaved head, and that right. moment with the alien coming in, like so. I that's a good moment too. Yeah, I, I will say. So, Oof. so th- that's an Alien Three. I know that that's not in Alien or Aliens, obviously. So I've yeah. Anyway, so okay. So enough with that. Are you finished with Aliens? Yep, Sir, loved anything it. else? And we'll we'll talk about the comparison. Yeah, but let me. Okay, so what do you think? Here are, are you? my thoughts on aliens and why. So my basic uh, requirement for what I would call a great film is its rewatchability level, right? Hundred um, percent. Something that I feel like I can go back. I think James Cameron is the master at this. I I I feel like Alien Except for Avatar. Thank you. I haven't Tyler. watched Avatar again. Oh, and and Titanic is kind of a. Um, I never okay, watched Titanic. it again. I only watched it once, but it definitely is true in our culture because they're the yeah. Avatar is the number one uh, highest grossing box office in history. So people watched it more than once. Um, and if it's not Avatar, then it's Titanic. I can't remember which which one. Avatar yeah. is number one. Is. So my my point is is that James Cameron makes rewatchable, amazing films. If you even if you don't agree with yeah. those two, I'm sorry, but my probably in my top three. Maybe even my top two. Terminator 2 is one of my favorite films of all time. I think yeah. it is perfect and yeah. wonderful and infinitely rewatchable. Yeah. It is definitely a uh, – it is in its time, but it's also outside of its time. When you watch it, 
you don't feel like wow this movie's old well that's that right. happened a long time that, that, that feels alien i feel is dated it feels like it's in the 70s it feels especially that computer that mother room and all that kind of stuff oh. aliens i feel is honestly especially when it comes to the production value the production um, design is timeless i think that this movie looks spectacular the mm-hmm. plot and the pacing of this movie is fantastic I never pulled out my phone in this movie. I never wanted to. I I loved it from beginning, middle, and end. I think it is, it is, obviously a masterclass in a director who knows what he's doing with yeah. the story that he is telling. And you don't get these things very often. And my opinion is is that this movie is, oh, it's one of the greats. I I honestly, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie, and it's been out of my head. But as soon as I watched it, I'm like, yeah, this movie's in my top ten. This maybe yeah. this movie may even be in my top five. Like Oof. it is so good. Like it, yeah. and, and again, like this is just my personal preference. I understand where you're coming from an alien. You're saying it's yes. Probably if you're taking a film course and you're talking about, well, let's talk about the amazing the <laughs> art of film. Yes, the art of film, sure, aliens probably a better art film. <laughs> aliens Oh in man, my opinion is it does much think. is much just a much more enjoyable, great ride, man. It's it, it so does good. think that I that I like the better constructed film. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, Alien, I get it. I understand that it is it is probably better paced and blah 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 blah. Whatever. <laughs> Give me Marines blowing stuff up for two for and a sure. half hours, yeah. and I'm ready to rock. And if especially if it's actually done well, then it's like it's like super high up there for me. And I just. I think this is nearly a perfect film for me. You said Alien is. I think Aliens, for me, me being a sci-fi action guy, like really enjoying it. I like science fiction shows to be thoughtful and um, and like to, to, to take its time and pacing and all that stuff. I like my sci-fi movies to have a lot of action in them. Um, and I this is just that's it for me, man. It just speaks to me. It just it just does. I, so, anyway. I think I think that's where I was actually a bit down on Starship Troopers. And it's not that I hated it or anything like that, yeah. but I think I was comparing it to this. This is the oh. the sci-fi action movie, right? Um, oh, yes. No. Th- look, look. Don't. This is <laughs> Starship Troopers is fine. I enjoy Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers isn't probably. Did we decide my... that was essential for Geek Card with Starship I, Troopers? I think it is definitely. I, I think, think we did. I think you definitely need to see. But Starship if, if Troopers. you pick one, but if you, so, if if on our Geek Card, if we're if we are if we ever do decide to formulate like an actual checklist yes. for this, if we've got which by the way, that was a great idea that I just had. So anyway, yes, uh, if I do say so myself, um, you always have the best ideas. Tyler. I have the best ideas, man. I wish somebody would tell me that more often. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't being think... sarcastic at all. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I, if you, if there's one space, uh, combat movie, you know, space oh. uh, or sci-fi military movie, it's this one, right? Uh, you know, you, you're putting me on the spot, but I would, <laughs> I, I, mm, space combat. You, I could probably argue Star Wars is probably you know you that's fantasy. It's not Wars. Sci-fi. Okay, whatever. I mean, you, whatever you're saying, I, <laughs> I think if you're looking for a Here's what I will say: an R-rated space action film. Yeah, you're not going to get better. Space than action. Sorry, not space combat. I should space yeah. action. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens, man. This is fantastic. This is so well put together. So well constructed. Uh, 
I, I, I literally, I don't think there's anything that I did not enjoy in this movie. Um, and like I said before, yeah. I think even watching it now, uh, it looks spectacular. I mean, yeah. watching it on my 65 inch surround sound, like I just, I'm blown away. I'm just like yeah. this movie, the practical nature of it, the set design, the production, it's just it's amazing. It really is fantastic. I, I, I love everything about it. So, all right. So that's my thoughts on it. Let's discuss. Is yeah, there let's anything? get into comparing these. Yeah. Um, so, Kate, you said when we were finishing with Alien, there are a couple of things that you wanted to maybe talk about. Is there, was there something that you wanted to bring up specifically about these two films? I can't remember where we were. Do you recall where you were in that? I think so. So one of the thoughts I had was more of a question for you guys because you've seen more of the movies than I have. We have our pregnancy movie. We have our family child movie. Like, what comes next thematically, or does that just sort of not go anywhere? Uh, Would you, well, so would you say in, so you're asking about, like, Aliens, uh, Alien 3. Yeah, this is just a curiosity I had, is I was like, these themes are really explicit. So is this a franchise thing, or is this just Cameron being cool about the first movie, or... Well, so so Fincher in three is three is almost almost too explicit, and I don't mean that meaning graphic, but in his statement of theme, um, he's almost too explicit about sort of the rapiness of this world mm. um, that they're in. Um, that she goes so this is not a spoiler. The setting of that movie is a prison planet where she's the only female, and literally everybody around her is just like. Hey girl, let's you know. It'd be great to rape you. Like that's like really they say it. Like those words are there, and so it's. It reminds me. Have you seen the? Have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it reminds me very much that the entire movie of Alien Three was set in that hallway where she's walking towards seeing him for the first time. Oh. Now. Now, but with Alien, and so so the feel is very different. It's on a planet. It's not in. It's not in. a spaceship, so it does not feel as claustrophobic. Although they have lots of tunnels and dripping water and and things like that, um, it's just not as it is not as well done. I mean, I will I will not try to to sounds to like say I'm it skipping is. it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not. I I really I think I had seen it once and hated it, and then I got this box set and then watched the watched it when I got the the Blu-ray and um, and it was the director's cut and I actually I at least appreciated it more what it was trying to do resurrection is sort of is way more popcorny um it's done by this french director and i'm forgetting his name right now who like didn't he couldn't speak english and so um a ton of stuff is just botched Jean in Pierre that movie Unette, i think is yeah he did name? he do anything else that anybody's ever heard of like <laughs> I, for a while i thought he was the the fifth element guy but it's, it's that other french guy who directs stuff um, and other French guy <laughs> who directs stuff. Wow, wow. like there's only one more. Uh, yeah, Resurrection's not great. Alien vs. Predator, those are... You want to just see a bunch of aliens duke it out and, like, the humans get caught in the middle? They're, they're fun. They are not good movies at all. But so basically fun. the themes kind of <clears throat> end after the first yeah. two yeah. movies. Yeah. These, yeah. Uh, he really tries to pick them up hard with Prometheus and Covenant um, tries to pick them up. I don't think he does. I don't think he succeeds. Um, he almost succeeds. I don't think they're, they're not bombs by any means. And I, re- I really enjoyed Covenant, um, but they, they don't hold a candle to Here, alien aliens. Here's what I'll say. 
Ridley Scott, you know who that is, and you know what you're getting. Yeah, and he directs those. Uh, James Cameron, you know who, who you're getting. He's one of the most successful directors of all time. So is Ridley Scott, for that matter. Right. And then the rest of them just try and, uh, you know, just hold the mantle that. I mean, David Fincher, we all know, and I'm, I'm excited. To, I want right. to see Alien 3 again just to kind of understand where that goes. But, yeah, I mean, these two movies, I think, are masterpieces. Yeah. Um, and um, the others are just not. I mean, you can even look at, like, Rotten Tomatoes slash whatever, and, like, the fall-off is pretty pretty intense between Aliens and, and the third film. So. Okay. I bet you the third is not even fresh. I um, was hoping for a satisfying statement of arc of where yeah. they were thematically going, and it sounds like it goes off a cliff. No, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I think you're probably right in that. But, again, like, I haven't seen Alien 3, so I, I need to go back and, and view that. Maybe I'll, I'll put my reaction to that on Twitter after we've released this episode because I, I, I am interested to see what how where it goes. I just don't remember. Uh, uh, well, thematically, let's let's jump into that. So, so like you said, it doesn't. We don't. The arc does not get payoff. But what did you think about their handling of of these these themes of, of gender roles? Of um, I mean, once again, you know, sort of pretty clear rape imagery that goes throughout it. What what do you? How did they handle that? To you, I find it really interesting that I mean, functionally, because of the pregnancy and rape of the first movie, that happens to a man instead of a woman. Right, um, it's interesting. Which made it really interesting to think about, and it's part of the reason why I think I think the the first movie is um, intellectually satisfying in the way that the yeah. second movie is viscerally satisfying, um, and so that's where I think those themes are really interesting in the first film, um, um, with what it means to flip those around and what it suggests psychologically, you know giving that experience to a character that's not normally going to have that experience and everyone's reaction to it. Um, I, I don't know. I'm curious if it would have been so shocking had it come out of Lambert instead. Right, right. I mean, it still would have been startling, but would it have been shocking? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I have questions. And, what, and I think what's interesting, too, is in Aliens, it's used as a tool. Um, like, uh uh, what's his name? Burke, uh, Paul Reiser's character, is planning on essentially incubating. He is planning on 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 using the women to incubate the the creatures. Which is funny that it's almost that he doesn't realize that it, that it can go the other direction, and mm-hmm. and he just and he's doing it also to silence them too. But there's, I think there's some pretty important things to be said about that. And he's he's going to jettison the Marines when they're in. You know, he's going to sabotage their sleep pods, jettison them, and just um, bring the the essentially the impregnated women back um to to be commodified um, yeah that made me so hate him a whole lot more because i already hate that theme oh. every time it shows up anywheres and so like not that i didn't hate him before that point but that was the point where i'm like <laughs> i hope they eat you in a really horrible nasty way right. right yeah i think another interesting theme is is humanity in general because we have the range of you know paul reiser's character is you know human but in many yeah. ways he's every bit as bad and as horrible as the very monsters that they're out there to kill worse um, than yeah. absolutely yeah absolutely, absolutely. And, and you actually do see at the very end too like the the queen alien too is is protective of her uh her eggs and yeah. her, you actually kind of sympathize with her a little tiny bit you know well yeah there's i mean obviously she wants to you know ha- have a fully formed xenomorph babies you know what i mean so she needs hosts to make that happen so it is very a very interesting like juxtaposition to say like the worst monster in this movie is not actually an alien but it is this 
corporate greedy yeah. dude. Uh, nor right. is it the android. Yeah, so it's going to no. go next. Is the other non-human character is also more human than the corporate dude? Yeah, and I do like the 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 quick uh, juke that they do, where you're thinking that he maybe had left her behind, but yeah. mm-hmm. you know he does actually show up at the very end to to save them. Like I I, I like I like that quite a bit as well. That but, moment yeah. was nice, but I liked it even more after he's already like been ripped in half, and then he's like yes. crawling for the edge, trying to save the girl from yeah. flying over the, the edge. So good. That is, it is, it is because it's horrifying, right? Because yeah. it's this dude who is cut in half, yeah, who looks human, but is still trying to protect yeah. the 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 innocent girl. I mean, that is you're same right. same imagery, by the way, almost as uh, Terminator, the end of Terminator Two. Oh, absolutely, yeah. No, a lot of this. I mean, James Cameron borrows a lot of this. Yeah. Just like you, you already had mentioned, the idea of the powerful uh, mm-hmm. female protagonist, James Cameron, I think, does that mm-hmm. better than anyone Sigourney Weaver did it out of necessity in the first film she does Mm -hmm. it kind of like in practice here she is prepared yeah Yeah. and that was the greatest thing too is that in this movie when somebody can't make a decision there's that scene when the lieutenant uh, they're like in the command center or whatever and the lieutenant's all sweaty and doesn't know what to do and 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 Ripley's like what what are you doing this is an obvious choice and what's great is is that that's a progression of her character literally from the first film. Yeah. You see her doing that, making maybe what would be the less, you know, people don't like her, but she doesn't care. She's going to make these yeah. choices to, you know, to do the right thing. And she's not afraid to make these command choices, whereas a lot of of the men really are. Um, and, uh, yeah, anyway, so I, 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 I found that to be infinitely satisfying, to see her take take command, the the, the men to be surprised at how effective she is at it mm-hmm. like the, the two you know the lieutenant number one and then the corporate paul riser uh number two both of them surprised at how uh powerful she actually is yeah that, that was that's amazing that's i also really like that she has the emotional arc of i mean she's scarred after the first movie yes. like who wouldn't yeah. be and then we don't just have her jump into being the badass heroine role like there's an actual arc of her psychologically not being okay for a while finding her way back into it choosing to step up and then going full force at it like it's a believable arc even if but it's a little bit top you already mentioned too kate which is which is fantastic is that she's also lost her daughter yeah yeah just through the process you know what i mean like through, through no fault of her own there's nothing mm-hmm. that she could do there's nothing she can go save and that leads her to make the choice to go back because yeah. she wants to protect the innocent. She wants to leave, you know, leave this, you know, anyway. So I, and she has oh. nothing to stay for anymore because the thing she was fighting to get back to is gone. Gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah which well, is and just and it's picked up with, with finding Newt. And, and I don't, that could have been hit so too squarely on the head. Yeah. You know, of, of, she could have said, well, now you're my daughter, too, like, or, or whatever. And you know that that's obviously what's happening. It was a little bit on the head, that. but not badly, yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, it's not too much. No, I, I think it works. And even the Hicks as dad is kind of just funny. I, I, I like that. And he's such he's such a great uh, H- he's such a great uh, actor and character. He's great. Hicks is fantastic because my, my favorite moment is a is a moment when 
Hicks is doing nothing. When they're first in that drop ship oh. and everybody's going down, everybody, <laughs> I love you it. know, Bill Paxton's character is like, oh He's man, amping up. we're yeah. going to do this. Yeah, let's go. And and you just lean over and, and, and Hicks is just totally asleep. Somebody wake up, Hicks. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good because you just know he is, he, he he's fearless, yeah. but he's not, um, he's never like macho in this movie. He's never no. like um, a presence where he feels like he has to assert himself. Right. He's just, he does his job, he does it well, and when he, he recognizes that Ripley does a great job too, mm-hmm. and they have this mutual respect for one another. What yeah. a great, what a great thing. What a great thing. Which is the sign of the real to... pros, because he's not having to tote yeah. around a big gun or do pull-ups or whatever else. Like, he just right. is that yep. cool without trying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And he, but, he, but he's not trying, he literally isn't, cool you know what i mean like yeah, he just yeah. he's there to do a job he's he yeah. doesn't care about how he looks he's not interested in getting a certain kind of gun he doesn't need to you know whatever amp himself up he's just he's gonna go and do his job he's gonna go in and fact, do the thing and do it well he's sort of the nerd he's the dude that sets up he gets out the laptops and sets up the automatic guns yeah. <laughs> and and stuff he, which is a great he, scene by the way it is oh because think how much and honestly i and maybe it's a director's cut thing, but I don't think so. I think this is one of those those great effects that your mind does on you where uh, um, I remember – I remember in my mind's eye seeing those aliens getting chopped up by the um, by the two guns. And it's not. You only see a front shot, a head-on shot of the guns firing, and then yep. you see the bullet counting going down. Yep. But I remember in my head seeing them getting exploded by those by do, the bullets um, the in second, a tunnel. The second gun emplacement, you see some of the aliens then, you just don't the first time around. Right. I, I just, for some reason, I remember it being, because yep. that one leads right into them being, that the siege, I guess. Um, I, I just remember it being this huge thing, mm-hmm. and it's just my memory it's so good it's like you remember the shark being way more in jaws or you you remember seeing the knife actually plunge into um what is it know what's your name in the shower in psycho you know what i mean oh yeah oh and you never do people People think that they see these things Mm -hmm. but you really don't that's that's the power of good cinema no doubt yeah i want to draw out one point that i really like james cameron for i tend to like cameron's earlier films like terminator and now aliens uh and we won't go into the others, but one of the things I really appreciated that he did here was the scene where Hicks is showing um, Ripley how the guns work and the rest of that. I was starting mm. to have this fear moment of, oh crap, the guy showing the girl how the gun works and then she'll uh-huh. get her moment later, but it's going to be mostly the guy saving the day. And what, like, yeah, he's not in any of the scenes where she's just going no. full on against the queen and everything else. Like the only guy in the scene is the android and he's ripped in half, you know? Yep. Um, and so I just I had that filmmaking moment of yes, thank you. Yep. Um, yeah, exactly. James Cameron does not pull the punches on this. And, and but my favorite moment in that when he's showing her the gun afterwards, she's like, "Yeah, I've got this." Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I know you do. I know, I know you do. This is a, it's just great. It's a great like moment for both of those yeah. characters, knowing that he doesn't feel threatened by that. Right. And she doesn't feel like she has to, you know, whatever, be submissive in any way to his yeah. manliness. Yeah. Oh, he it stops early to... and she, the, and she's like, no, show me the rest of it. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, sure. All right. Yeah. No, I want to know how the grenades work. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that was, it was so good. That was, it was fantastic. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And it doesn't have to turn into a romantic plot either. Like he even specifically calls that out when he gives her the tracker and she's, Oh, Thanks doesn't mean we're married or anything it's <laughs> yeah. just really good and she immediately by i didn't realize how quickly immediately like one scene later gives it off to newt yep. where it 
does mean something really, really personal. You know, it's yeah. I. Oh, it's so good. Totally agree. Yeah. So totally agree. Uh, Tyler asked a question before we yes. recorded today. He wanted to know which movie I liked better, and he put oh, his prediction officially. down. All right, my prediction. See, okay, and I went back and forth on this one as well uh, before I before I said this because I thought at first. Oh, see, now I'm second guessing. I thought at first. <laughs> I thought at first that your favorite was going to be Aliens because of just – there are some deeper themes in there and it really – it is a lot more fun. But then when I watched both of them, I think that Alien is your favorite. Wait, what do I – am I right? So I find – And then I thought also – I also thought you were going to be spiteful and say <laughs> – and think of what I was going to guess and then go back and forth. But I will confess that I had to put you out of my head whenever I was thinking about that because there was that moment when I was going to mess with you. <laughs> I knew it. That's what long-time friends do. They mess with each other. Um, So I find Alien intellectually satisfying, uh, especially thematically, and something that um, uh, was far far better of a movie than I thought it was going to be. It worked really well. Aliens, uh, as we discussed already, was more fun. Straight-up fun. So... Um, I would certainly choose which I rewatched because I will actually rewatch these films, which is really telling for how yeah. much I did like them, though they're not top 10 films yeah. for me. Um, but I have to say, actually, um, I'm going to go with the slightly more fun, but not by much, yes. by half a star. <laughs> All right. Nice. I, that's why I went back and forth because I, I, that was my first instinct. It was, was that you really did really yeah. like that one. I, it's, it is, it, and it's it's honestly a more, it's it's more emotionally resonant resonant movie as well. It's just that it's that runtime. It, rewatchability is a huge thing for me when I'm when I'm choosing films and rating films. Yeah, um, and that runtime is is a beast. It is longer, and some of the Marines just showing off and mouthing off. I'm like, I just find them annoying. Maybe I like them better on rewatch, and I could probably skip that stretch and make it a little bit shorter. <laughs> But the rest of the movie delivers a lot. I still really like Alien a lot. I would still discuss that yeah. thematically. I think there's so much interesting there. But by I, I rated uh, Aliens four stars and Alien three and a half stars. And uh, so they came oh. close. They came close. Yeah. And wait a minute. Is this out of five? Yes. Okay. Got it. All right. All right. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, I, here's what I'll say about this then. I feel like this episode is a win. Because yes. you enjoyed both of these films, yes. it seems like against my um, expectations, I have to say. That's good. That that's a win. I mean, that that is what we want to do. Is is obviously explore films that we think are you know need to be on that geek card, and I think these films, both of them, very much deserve to be on Absolutely. anybody's uh, watch list. Um, yeah. Even if you're not, you don't consider yourself a geek person. I think these movies transcend that just like a star wars just like even a 2001 a space odyssey i think mm-hmm. you should this watch these movies because they're important enough to watch yeah i so. think also if you're like me and you don't really care about horror still watch alien it is still worth watching okay so let's talk about this is alien a horror movie what Absolutely. makes what really is this i mean a psychological yeah. thriller with elements of a, horror to it Okay, hang on just a second. We're just going to pause here for just a moment. Not a pause, really, but we're going to continue on. But I think we're going to leave. <laughs> and that, that was our discussion of Alien and Aliens. And now we're going to have a completely different discussion because we just opened up this door. <laughs> well, and, and, I feel and like it's this leads us into our next episode, which is going to be Halloween. So, it does very The well. Halloweens, I should say. So yeah. horror, a horror film, you're saying Alien is 
horror, right? Yeah. So you walk into a, this is the way I'd say this. So you walk into, in the 1990s, you walk into a blockbuster. Oh, okay? yeah, but that's, and they, they would also put sci-fi, or uh, Star Wars in sci-fi, and it's not, so that's that's fine. Okay, but so you, but I'm saying first. What is it first? Is it a horror movie first? Would you? No, would you it's t- sci-fi. Okay, that th- that that's what I would say as well. Is okay. it? It is. I mean, its but, setting well, is sci-fi, and the monster the is thing. the alien. Right. But does that's that make it first sci-fi? I think it's sci-fi horror, and and with that, it's it's what's uh, what's brilliant about this. We've talked about this before with with Star Trek, we're connecting back to sort of our larger backdrop here. Um, you know, what's, and, and, and even um, Daniel Abraham brought this up in his, in our interview with him. Everybody should go listen to that. If you haven't done that yet, go back and listen to it. It's a great plug, interview. Plug, 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 It is, sci- the beauty of sci-fi is that it's so malleable, right? Like it can be formed and shaped into so many different things. Star Trek is sci-fi in its setting especially the original series and next gen they are so they're so many different subgenres within each within each episode right or with each different episode are different subgenres of sci-fi right there are horror episodes in star trek um there are or horrific i should say episodes in star trek um there are dramas there's there are romances there are there's so many different things because sci-fi is its backdrop and its setting um, it's why I'm I'm being you know irritating with with say calling uh, Star Wars fantasy because yes it fantasy of course in it's in space there's spaceships and things like that but it's fantasy in space this is horror in space it's the same reason Jason X is I can't believe I can't believe on an episode of this show I'm referencing Jason X I just want to say that, that's what a problem you, what are you this doing? is Jason X 2002's classic Jason X. Um, uh, I love it when he zip. I love, I, 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 <laughs> no, never mind. Go ahead. I, I, I love it when they're like in the uh, uh, the holodeck type spot, and he gets to right. re-zip that to- kid in the, uh, the the sleeping bag and bang him against a it's tree. So that's stupid. my favorite moment in, in, in Jason X. That's the why are you bringing this I've up? Ever seen. I say that because okay, if if we would have to call Jason X sci-fi. Okay, no. So here here here's here's, right? here's why I'm bringing this up. Because it's, is why it's I'm a slasher on a spaceship. For me, for me, horror is I in my opinion, I think is a dirty word. Like I think horror sure. is to me is like it's a an cheap, not not really particularly well made um, oh. movie genre. Um, and I don't think there are many I don't think there are any good horror movies. Um, oh my gosh! Because <laughs> I think we're about to watch Halloween next week. Right. So this is what I was about to say. Here, l- l- lean in, lean in. Come back <sighs> to the microphone. Okay. Come back to the microphone, Tyler. <clears throat> Here's what I would argue: the movies that you are considering good horror films are actually other genres. Here's what I mean by this: um, Silence of the Lambs. People would call that a horror psychological movie, thriller, but that's a psychological thriller through and through. Yeah. Drama when won Academy Award. Hang on, what's hang Halloween? On, hang on, hang. Halloween is a psychological thriller. I think a horror. It is d- deep again. Horror. Um, how do I define this? Horror for horror's sake. It's almost like um, like the saw here. movies, like torture I hate, porn. I hate to go. I was gonna say porn, right? Where it's 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 horror just for horror's sake is not interesting to me at all. Okay. Huh. At Agreed. All, none of that makes me interested. Agreed. Alien okay. is not does not fall into that where it is horror for horror's sake. 
Never, never in that in that movie am I sitting there thinking this is the moment when uh, this is why I bought my ticket was to be scared. The, no, sure, that has true. nothing to do with it. They spend. They earn that. They earn that psychological terror. The ability to that, scare you. Yeah, they earn that. Mm. Whereas most, what I would call horror films, and again, like this might be taboo to say, I think many horror films, if you just exist to to, to scare people, I think you're going to have a bad movie. I don't know that I've ever seen oh. a good, just horror, straight up, I'm going to make a movie to scare people. I, I don't find those interesting. None of them. Well, and if it's so reductive as to be that, I would agree. Because certainly people do set out to make horror movies. And I would say some of them, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, the first Friday the 13th, are... Why are we having this discussion when we're talking about horror <laughs> next week? But that's fine. Uh, no, but I, I like it. But it's, No, but it's, I think it's, it leads directly in. And I think, yeah, I think that's what we're going to talk about. Because it's October, right? Everybody's it, thinking about horror. Totally. About, I'm, hey, I'm hey, in the middle of my, my uh, 31 days of horror. I've watched more horror in the last while than i care to count but kate um, you are you are an intellectual um <laughs> so what what do you think about this because i am not an intellectual i <laughs> as you can tell i am much i'm going much more with my feelings and my you know what i mean like i just whenever i feel i want to be like express that but what do you what do you think <laughs> what do you think kate what, where do you fall on this um i think i'm going to disappoint tyler on this because i tend to fall more towards Christmas. I do not enjoy the horror genre and you've pretty much laid out why I I don't. Um, Yeah. I do. uh, I think the line between psychological thriller and horror is certainly fuzzy, which is why I can call alien uh, as having horror elements to it. Cause I think that's why some people watch it now is they, they want those, those moments of, of adrenaline, the, the fear moments, but that's not necessarily what the movie was designed as originally. You'll be disappointed. If you go in to be scared and alien, you're going to be disappointed. That's not right. the point of this movie at all. Yeah. I, I would agree. So if we're talking about emphasis being being that, so it's it's horror elements to another another genre. I, I would think I would agree with that with most. Tell me uh, one. Tell, give me an, an example really of a just a straight up. Nightmare on Elm Street. And that's and I would say that's a that's an excellent movie. I, I really think that's an excellent movie, but that's a horror movie. Um, you, you might you now. Might, there's supernatural stuff in there. There's sort of it's might, not sci-fi. You might be correct. I'd have to go. Back. It's been a long time since I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. And, and I don't and even I mean know the if first I've ever. One. <laughs> yeah, not two through however many. Yeah, I have to go back and watch it because just just to see because I find that most of these, like um, a Friday the Thirteenth, like a that one's definitely straight. Yeah, that one's just straight. Like for our sake. yeah, and it, and again, let's just say like it. All of those films i don't find all that interesting and i i I feel like nightmare on m street did something differently for me anyway while i was watching it and i thought to myself wow this is this elevates it in my mind above where i would expect this genre to be and that's why horror and you know and again like that's why i just see horror as like the um bargain bargain bin yeah well, I think Stop. it's just because there's, just... there's a spectrum with horror, because there's part of horror is just yes. upsetting you, you know, whether it's yeah. gross or whatever, which that doesn't appeal yeah. to me. But like horror yeah. isn't just straight up fear. It's also the, the, the disgust and the repulsion of something. And that's the end of horror that I think we've... Which I 
very much yeah oh sorry I, I, I very much don't get into it if it's if it's body horror it's why i don't like cronenberg right and i and i think he's a very in, he's an intellectual filmmaker in a lot of ways but he goes way too much into the body horror for for my taste i i, I just don't go there saw hostile i i don't i made the mistake i didn't know what i was getting into with the first saw and i was like um i'm sorry i'm sorry too much I'm glad we had this conversation because when you guys were talking up the Aliens movies before, when you were saying we should watch this, etc., and it seemed so positive, I'm like, okay, they both like horror, I don't, so this is going to be interesting how it goes, and, and turns out, I think, Chris, it sounds like we have a lot of very similar opinions about the genre in... Well, that brings us to the end of our uh, our newest geek card check. Uh, any last thoughts before we move on? We're we're pretty good. Does this all belong on our geek card? I think we could just say yes or no. Clearly, yes. They're yeah, mas- they're both masterpieces. Yes, absolutely. Yes. As always, we would love to hear from you on Twitter. Uh, we'd love for you to subscribe to us on iTunes if you think that we've deserved it. Rate us five stars and uh, and subscribe and tell your friends. We'd love to hear from the greater audience. This is um, these are movies that are this is not just that niche of Star Trek any longer. We're we're branching out a little bit, and we'd love to uh, to hear what you think and to for you to tell us we're wrong or we're crazy or that we're you know just brilliant as we are. As always, <laughs> oh so up up next, if you want to watch along with us. <laughs> And humble, too. We're, we're super humble. Okay, so for for next week, we are watching the 1978 Halloween, directed by John Carpenter, and the 2018 version, also called Halloween, directed by G- David Gordon Green. It's not confusing and at all. Not, not at all. I really love it when they do that. I am so excited for this. I just got tickets to go down to Seattle to see this on a, a gigantic screen huge amazing screen with that's it's on film i'm so excited and uh we're gonna we're gonna talk about it and it sounds like we're gonna have a bit of a crossover with screeners for this next episode so i think we're gonna be great kate are you joining us for halloween nope not my franchise (laughs) (laughs) not my circus not my monkeys (laughs) exactly all right so with all of that we will we will see you next week live long and prosper (laughs)